ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and geeks and geekettes, it is time for the program you need, the program you want. It's Sean, it's Ed, it's Geekstars! Uh, <laughs> And welcome to episode 203, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sean. How are, hi, Ed. <laughs> How are you? All right. Off the dish, this is Stacy, who's not never on mic when we're at Two Bit Production Studios doing the breakdown. She's now more of a spectator. Well, she's a spectator normally, but every once in a while we'll get her. If she has something to say, she'll, she'll shout off from the distance. There you go. You'll hear this coming from the background. Like, hey! So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, welcome to the show. Sorry, I, I'm drinking. This episode of Geeksters brought to you by Rockstar's Lime Freeze. Mm, 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 it's lime-tastic. All right. <laughs> so here in part one, uh, we do the typical... Round up each other's week, see what mm-hmm. we did. We uh, talk about what we've done on during the course of the week. For Ed, it was movies. Yes. Uh, a bad dream. Bad dream. <laughs> Not bad dream, but well, a, a missed dream. opportunity dream, apparently. Yeah, missed opportunity as well. And uh, we bring back an uh, old favorite, Catfish Corner, <laughs> for the most bizarre one yet. Yes. Which is the reason why we brought it back. Um, and if you tune in, at the end of the episode, Ed actually rem- remembered something that he did during the week that he didn't bring on to the live show. Oh, yes. So we got an opportunity for some bonus material here at the end from Ed. So let's see what that is when we come right But back. we also bring the top five movies well, as well. I know that. Well, I want to tell them. You have it in the... I guarantee you someone looked at the looked the post and went, oh, they're talking about the top five. So they read it. They don't have to hear Some it. people don't care. They just want to get to the episode. They're so excited that another Geekster show is there for them to listen to that they're... Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Same. So you know what? After the top five and after you enjoy this particular portion of the show, we'll come back and Ed will have some more riveting tales of his week. Ooh. So we'll be right back. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And as always, we are visited by my beautiful, lovely girlfriend, Stacey. Say hi. Hi. What are you going to look for? <laughs> because you don't do, you, you, only, you only do that every once in a while. What? Bring you, tell you that they're on the show or? No. Do, <laughs> kiss my ass. <laughs> That's the only way that I know how to say it. <laughs> Uh-huh. I, I do it because I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hi. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> uh, so, uh, how was your week, Ed? Uh, pretty uneventful. We uh, we did see a movie on Thursday. Do I? Do you, can you hear me at all? I can hear you fine, Ed. Okay. It just sounds weird in my headset. That's all. <laughs> the voices tone down the other voices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, you know, I, we, we did a movie Thursday, and then... Uh, Last night I had a dream and I had a missed opportunity that uh, that I should have done something about. And I didn't. Okay. It really kind of bothers me. Um, those who don't know, um, I'm a musician. You know, I used to write and perform music a lot in bands and, and different uh, organizations. And uh, last night I came up with a song in my head. I woke up with this, this melody in my head and some lyrics and... I was just too tired to write that stuff. You, and this is the reason why you're not famous. <laughs> <laughs> I think because it was something about responsibility. It's all I can remember. 
Oh, did it have going something like great with great power come with great responsibility? No, no, it was no. more. It was more. I think all the political ads I see over and over again with the whole presidency between Clinton and, and uh, uh, Trump, and then of course uh, the, the the local races going on around here that you know you just don't believe these people anymore. But I'm like you know like so I wrote this this generic kind of rip, not generic but like it could fit any any political party doesn't really okay. Be... So it was kind of like any kind of it was a political anthem that could have been applied to any. Exactly. Oh, okay. Could like Trump use it as his rally cry? So could Clinton, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And you didn't write it down? No. Nope. Did you at least write the tune down? No. Nope. So you just kind of went, oh, that's a catchy tune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, had music, I had the instruments in my head. What was, what was going to be? You heard like, the whole arrangement. The whole arrangement was in my head. And, I and just... you just woke up and went, scratched your ass and went, I'm too tired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember anything about the song, like lyrically or, no. or word? Other or? than responsibility, that was it. That was the, the only, only word that yeah. comes sticks out to your head is called yeah, responsibility. Exactly. I guess your chances are having the title of the song, yeah, responsibility. Probably. Do you remember like the tune, like a melody or anything? It was a, it was a hard rocking tune with like a nice, nice electric guitar and then a, a, a full drum. Responsibility. Responsibility. Nothing. Not even close. No. And yeah, so I also had a weird dream that we owned a. So you had two dreams? Well, that that was actually I woke up. That was actually like you woke up went responsibility. I sure ate that down. I'm too tired. And then cat dream. Yeah. And it, it was a it was a cat that my my wife owned, and it had like these. Now, for the record, you don't own any pets. No, I do not. Okay. And uh, we always we always thought about owning a cat because you know, well, we actually want a dog, really, but we're always afraid because we're never really home as much. So it's like it would be unfair to the animal to gotcha. have one, you know, because there's no neither of us are really gonna be in the house. But this cat had this like. Um, Kind of ESP in a way, <laughs> and it was like a new like what you were feeling like, and like I think cats have that kind of like ability. Sure, they're, they're empathic. Is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. But this one actually, after a while, I learned how to talk. Oh. And I was of course shocked to shit. You know. Of course. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like oh my god, talk cat. Fucking me out. <laughs> like, oh my god, you talk. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean. Was there any adventure in it, or was it just like just, just, just sitting just, on the sofa, and then when the cat just kind of straight by, it goes sup and keeps going. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so <laughs> is a talking cat not enough of an adventure for you? Well, I mean, I gotta see what happens because, <laughs> oh, not only is it a talking cat, but it's an empath, it's, it's an empathetic cat. Yeah. It, it, you know, so it'd be like walks in the room, and goes, dude, I hear, it's, I sense you're feeling kind of upset about something. Want to talk about it? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like that would be kind of you'd be like, well. First of all, you're talking, yeah. And how'd you know? I'm empathetic. Well, now, why don't you just let me just sit on the sofa, puts on a little pair of reading glasses, and goes, "Now tell me your problems, Ed." <laughs> puts on a sports jacket with, with the elbow yeah, pads. Got, got the tweed on. He's got, the, got the pipe. Tell me the dreams you're having. He almost said, "Tell me the dreams you are having, Edward." <laughs> I see you have very deep feelings. Okay, like that was it. Just kind of yeah. It was. I mean, was it like? I don't remember too much about it. Like I said, other other than those those two uh, abilities, because I just remember, like I was. I, I would s- think those two abilities are way more than enough for a cat. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I said something like, "Oh, I gotta I gotta take care of something," and I sit down and watch TV, and then the cat's sitting there and goes, 
Where are you supposed to take care of that? that oh! <laughs> so the the cat's kind of like your conscience. <laughs> so, all right. So it's it's the responsibility cat. <laughs> like you're sitting there. And, yeah. Hey, mister. It's, it's just not for nothing. But I noticed that you said you were going to take out the trash. And you haven't. <laughs> you're watching Fraggle Rock. Which, granted, I think all the puffy things makes me want to tap on the glass. But, dude, you're supposed to take out the trash. <laughs> so it's like a second wife. <laughs> I wouldn't really say it was that far, but uh, it was, uh, you know, it was it was weird because it was like I, I remember just like feeling the mouth gaping open and just jumping back, going, "Holy crap!" I just talked, and he goes, "Of course I could talk," and then it was, it was like, <laughs> and then we had this conversation, which I don't really remember too much of the conversation, and that's when I woke up. <laughs> you woke up what? Huh? <laughs> what? Talking cat? Wow, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> um, I haven't had any weird dreams lately. So I usually, I usually bring them to the yeah. show when something pops into my head. I haven't had anything strange lately. You, you're too deep of a sleeper. You probably forget everything. You ever remember your dreams? Um, I do remember them, but if I don't talk about them right when I wake up, they're gone. Gotcha. You know, like I, I have to talk about them or write her down or something. If I like even go to the potty and like go downstairs and have a smoke, by the time I come upstairs, it's gone, completely gone. But I don't ever ever like weird dreams. All of my dreams seem to tend to be like more reality based, you know? Um, I don't know if that's from my my childhood and the way I grew up and all of that, but all, most of the time I wake up from a dream and I'm like, really dream? You just had to bring that back to me? You know? Like, I, I don't, I'm not really happy about my dreams. Okay. <laughs> For a while, I was writing down my dreams too because they were like really weird. So mm-hmm. I, I'd write them down just as a, because I'm the, I'm the kind of person that would sit there and go, what does it mean? Like, what does a talking cat mean to you, Ed? Like, <laughs> Well, uh, you know, do you normally like cats? Like, maybe it's a subconscious part of you that, you know, I'll be sitting there, hmm, working my pipe out, blow bubbles out of it. Like, hey, tell me you sit back, Ed. You know, I, I just, so whenever I have a dream, I'm like, what, like, why was I, what internal struggle did I have that manifested itself in this dream state? Mm. That's the kind of person I am. Because I remember there was a time where I was really upset about something and I had a dream. And it was it was like, like, like racking. You ever have like one of those things like the kind of a weight on your shoulder, and you never really know how to shrug it off. It's just mm-hmm. this constant bothersome thing. And I had a dream, and it was years and years and years ago, and it's, it was so vividly in my head that I was in my house mm-hmm. and I was being hunted by a serial killer. It was Jason. I remember the the the, the mask and everything. Mm-hmm. And at some point in, ter- in time in the dream, I turn around and I attacked him. And I was killing him. And then when I woke up, that feeling that I've dread that I've had for like like a week or two weeks that that kind of was just gone. Like it was like it manifested into this this creature in my dream that when I vanquished it in my dream, I woke up and I was like, Wow, I feel so much better now. Like that's weird. So I always been like, Well, dreams mean something. If not, yeah. it's your subconscious kind of going, dude, 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 pay attention to this. So you know. But now lately Lately, my dreams have been starring famous people. Because when I was waking up for a couple of times, I was like, I just had this weird dream that I was talking to so-and-so. And she'd be like, really? Like, I don't know what that means. The one, <laughs> the one I remember the most is Robert Downey Jr. And Robert Downey Jr. was in his dream. And I'm like, who? Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was about. I just remember, why was like why was he in it? Like, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Yeah, you know, so, well, the movie, and then... Well, that was 
Anything else happened to you? No, that was it. That was pretty much it, yeah. Okay, well, Thursday night's movie was... Uh, 48 Hours. 48 Hours. A classic. Yes. Um, the reason why we've been kind of going down the classics lane lately is because Stacy hasn't seen a lot of the movies that we have. Mainly because her expiration date started way later than ours. <laughs> so she kind of missed out on what we would call tentpole movies of her childhood. Yeah. Like 48 Hours, Trading Places, History of the World Part 1, Blazing Saddles. All of those movies that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. She, it's not her. Right. So I try, we try to every once in a while show a movie or play, like watch a movie that brings us back to like this is such a great movie. And then watching it again, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the same for me anymore. Like I don't know, it, was, it, it, it felt like I couldn't go back. It, yeah, you can't. And that's the that's the thing. It's sad because of so much things, political things that have political correctness that happens through the world. That these movies aren't as funny as they used to be, you know, because oh, okay. they take that they take that funny bit and just destroy it because it's harmful to somebody. And I mean, granted, it is. I'm not. I'm not knocking. Oh, guy, no. You know. But there, there's there are points because I'm like, wow, this is kind of a little bit like on the on the lines of racism, you know? Like, well, uh, yeah, well, it's an already movie, so yeah, I, I get it, you know. Okay, uh, but I said, uh, I mean, I still laughed at, at certain points, and I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like when I was younger enjoying this movie and going, yeah, it was a, it was a funny movie. You know, now I see. Nick, <laughs> so wait, so, so you're saying? So you now were... I see Nick Nolte. I'm like, wow, I forgot he was in it. <laughs> and you, and now when you see Nick Nolte in that movie, you remember Nick Nolte in the mugshot. With the big hair all frizzed out. Yes. And he, you know, uh, we ain't partners, we ain't friends. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a story. Fuck you. Uh, oh, I like that story. That's my favorite. But, you know, it, but at this to this day, everyone, when they sing Roxanne, they sing it like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Roxanne! You know, not as bad as me, but I can't hit that note because <laughs> I have a cold. <laughs> I am suffering with a little bit of a head cold today. Yes. It's been happening for like since Thursday. <laughs> Friday morning. I was okay. thinking. Okay. Yeah, you didn't have a Thursday. Yeah, it was like a Friday morning kind of thing. Yeah, I woke up and I'm, according to her, my eyes were all puffy and everything. I felt kind of okay, except everything was talking like this. Hang on, how are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, I feel fine. <laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> now I'm fine. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that today or this morning, I had that moment. Like you know, when you have a head cold, and all of a sudden, it just you just feel your passages just open up, mm. and you're like, oh, you, it almost feels like in somewhere you hear, oh, as you, oh, I can breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's because you gave it to me. Sorry. So I woke up with a snivels. Well, you know, nice. I'm sorry. That's what every, that's what couples and relationships do. They share things. <laughs> they share things. Especially stuff you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. What else did we do this week? You got something yesterday that I didn't want you to get. I did. Uh huh. At Target. Wait, I got. Wow. <laughs> what did I get that you didn't want me to get? <laughs> what did you get I... at Target? Let's start with that. I got medication. I picked up my uh, my med- my medicine. You did. Oh, my flu shot. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm that to me is like, hey, winter's coming. Get a flu shot, right? <laughs> so, like, that's why I'm like, I what what did I get? Oh, that flu shot. So, 
I'm standing there getting, and, and the doctor in the lab coat going, "So you want your, you know, you want your, you know, flu shot?" And he's like, "You know, because we're giving you, you get your flu shot at Target, you get like a five dollar gift card." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm like, "Well, no, you know what? Sure. Nah, I'm not gonna do because I have a doctor's appointment on Thursday. Usually he gives it to me there, right? You know." And he's like, "Well, you know, I think really think you should get it before Thursday, and you know, and we give away five dollar gift card." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because in my head, I'm always going, well, it's $5 towards something I can get. Like yeah, towards <laughs> the medicine that you're going to need when it gives you the flu. <laughs> See, that, that's her logic. Because she's, now keep in mind, I had the head cold before I got the shot. Yeah. So I don't want people going out there going, well, the reason why you got a cold is because you got a flu shot. Because that's the camp she lives in. Right. It's the, it's the if, I, if I get a shot of a flu shot, it's going to give me the flu. Right. You know, so. Because it does. That that percentage is so small. Well, I'm in that small percentage. Then working at the daycare, <laughs> we had to get them. You mm-hmm. know, and if we if we didn't want to, we had to give the owner like a legitimate reason as to why we didn't want to get them. Because you know the kids get sick and uh, teachers get super sick when you, they have to are surrounded by snot nosed children all day long. Right, germ carriers. Right. So for uh, the first couple years that I did it, I went ahead and got the flu shot, and every single time, flu, flu. Flu. Now it wasn't as bad because, like, a few months ago, I had I got the flu, like legitimate, got it from one of the kids or mm. another one of the teachers or someone, and it put me out for like five days. I couldn't go to work, I couldn't get out of bed, I couldn't do anything. I just quarantined myself inside my apartment. Now, when it gave me, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't as bad. Like I will say that it was like a low grade flu, but like the fever <laughs> and the chills and not wanting to get up the aches and not wanting to get up and do anything. And I'm like, well, I would rather take my chances of getting the flu than willingly let this happen to me. I understand why you get them, and I understand that if it gives you the flu, it builds your immune system. That way, by the time it comes around to get the flu, you don't get it as easy. As, yeah, I get it. Except I'm just not, I just don't want to give myself that. Like, no. So the whole time he's getting it, I'm like, and he's like, Stacey, what color band-aid should I get? I'm like, I don't care what color band-aid you get for your stupid flu shot. Because it, they gave you, an opp- gave you an opportunity because you get a little band-aid over the pinhole. And it was like blue, green, red, and like normal color. And I was like, let me go with blue. And I was like, well, no, no, wait. I, what's If you had to choose baby between blue and, gro- ble- blue and green, would you? I don't care. <laughs> I'll just take blue because <laughs> I'm a boy. You know, it was just like okay, <laughs> you know. And then uh, we we did game night Saturday night mm-hmm. where she made an ice cream cake. Yeah, and it was actually she saw the video on Facebook. It's one of the what I do like about her is because she's such a creative soul that she's willing to try stuff. Like I'll look, I've seen the video, and I'm like, yeah, it looks. Good. I'm not fucking making it. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, that just looks like work. I, I'd rather just walk in and go, yeah, give me a piece of ice cream cake. And then just eat it, you yeah. know. Or just walk in and go and buy the ice cream cake because it's probably just like, it's faster and easier. I'm a faster, easier kind of guy. But she was like, no, no, we, we go, yeah, go shopping. And so we got all the all the ingredients. It was um, ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And it was whipped cream, and it was chocolate syrup, and car- uh, caramel, and peanut butter, and it was... Well, and Reese's peanut-, peanut Butter Cups. And Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It was really, really, really good. Like, I highly recommend it. If you, anyone out there sees that Facebook video and has somebody who likes to bake or cook or create, let them do it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to bake, cook, or create a fucking thing. 
the hardest thing about making it was unwrapping all of the Reese's peanut butter cups. That's it. Like you just take the ice cream sandwich and you just like line them in the pan and then pour some peanut butter on it because you you have to heat the peanut butter up so that it's it's melty. Mm. You know, you pour the peanut butter on it, sprinkle some chopped up Reese's peanut butter cups, chocolate, caramel. More ice cream cakes. Like it, it was really just building it. I didn't. The have problem to for do me is anything. be like unwrapping it, sticking. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do that. But he comes in and he's like, "Can I have one?" And I'm like, "Make it the fuck out of my kitchen." <laughs> like that's kind of what I, I walked in. I had to do something. And I was like, "See all these?" Because she got yeah, the, 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 individual, the individual wraps. I'm like, "Can I have one?" Like I'm because I'm worried. My thing was I was worried we weren't gonna have enough. Like, but we got with the bag of the individually wrapped ones. And I was like, can I have one? She's just like, pop, popped it in my mouth. But she gave me that look like, get out of my kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll leave. You know? <laughs> but it was really good. I mean, I highly recommend that, you know, if you know somebody who wants to put that, dedicate that kind of time, let them do it. You know, <laughs> if you want to dedicate that kind of time, go for it. I'd rather just buy my cake. <laughs> it was good, though. It was, it took me like 15 minutes to make. It really wasn't that hard. It was really, really easy, actually. It was. That's huh? 15 minutes less of video game time that he would have. He wasn't even gaming. He was in the living room watching something on TV. I could have made it while sitting down in the living room watching TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just chose not to. No, I went upstairs. I've, I've been playing too busy playing Disney Emoji Blitz. Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. been, that's been my life this past week. I know. Same with you. I'm done. <laughs> well, you're done the challenge. There's that Ursula challenge that you know... It, it's Disney emoji blitz. It's basically bejeweled blitz. Yes. Basically, except with Disney emoticons. Mm. Why you would need an Ursula emoji, I don't know, is beyond me because I can never find in that moment in a conversation where she'd be <laughs> useful. You know? <laughs> a shady deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did, Ursula, send. Did that bitch Ursula you? <laughs> you know? Like, I had, you know, so. She has, like, um, Ariel. There's, like, a whole, like, the cast of the usual suspects when it comes to Disney characters. Yes. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, a plethora of others. Yes. But it's it's addicting. And normally it's just, like, the regular Bejeweled Blitz kind of attitude. But the past week, they've done this whole Ursula is challenging. You know, you can fight Ursula. And it's basically um, Bejeweled Blitz, but instead of, like, little... Items that you can drop, like, every once in a while, you have to collect items. Mm-hmm. And be like, hey, here's Mickey's pants. Swipe. Oh, look, I got Mickey's <laughs> pants. Yay. This was you had to collect <laughs> Tritons. <laughs> ID pants Mickey. Hi. You want to be in movies, don't you? <laughs> you want to be in movies? Give me those pants, Mickey. Oh, boy. <laughs> so... All week long, it's you know when you play the game, it'll drop these tritons, and those tritons basically kind of bitch slaps Ursula. <laughs> but you know she's had there's like a like a little like little roadmap you might want to say, mm. and they're filled with boxes and treasure chests. The boxes are basically when you open up one, it's mm. okay, or the Ursula emoji gun, you know emoji in it, mm. and there's three. I, it's kind of anticlimactic because she got the last one. Yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's basically Ursula again. You get three emoji Ursulas, but with every emoji you get, when you get a duplicate, it powers up their ability. So by the time if you collect the whole map, you get her power a little higher than everybody else's. 
mm-hmm. so you can use in the game. It's great. It's cool. It's awesome. But every chest you have to get, like, hey, you're fighting Ursula this time. It's 25. And when you, by the time you get to the last chest, it's like 200. You need 200 of these Triton things. Mm-hmm. And I'm along the way, like the one I was, I'm working on today, hopefully within the next seven hours before midnight, I need like 48 more. And then if I if I get that, I have the two hundred the two hundred chest. I'm like, oh, I'm, forget, it. I'm there's no way. I'd be like, Ed, we're not, we're not doing the show. I'm just gonna sit there and just look <laughs> at my phone, going, I need more emojis. Come on, so, 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 you know, like I. Yeah. So I've already kind of in the back of my head going, oh well, I didn't get all of, I didn't complete the whole entire quest like she did, but I got an Ursula twice. I'm happy with that. Okay. I can now use her in my game, but it's addicting. It's you know, it's addicting. It's a cute little, it's a cute little time killer game for your phone, and it's free. There are you know in-app purchases as all games are, but it's you know like I said, it's a nice little time killer. It's if you like Bejeweled Blitz, which I do, mm. if you like Disney, which I kind of do, um, you know it's fun. Okay, I recommend it. That's my my pick of the week <laughs> for video <laughs> games. However, she has been playing episodes. Oh my god! Oh boy! <laughs> this is. I'm going to say the biggest scam game of all time. So if you know anybody that's listening right now that plays episodes, uninstall that fucking game and write a letter because these guys are rip-off artists. Tell them why, baby. Okay. He hates this game, right? I still want to play it. Like, I don't care if it's ripping me off. I'm not using any real money. I'm not winning the game either, but it's, it's for me, it's a nice little time killer, right? Except every time he sees I'm playing it, he's like, fucking scam of a game. He hates the game, right? <laughs> okay, so basically, the game, you're in your own soap opera, right? Okay. Currently, the the customer choice soap opera or whatever is based off the movie Mean Girls. So, okay. um Lindsay Lohan's character is in it. Um, Regina, Gretchen, everybody from Mean Girls is in the game, right? Mm -hmm. And in the movie Mean Girls, you know how at the end of it, they decide that they're all going to get along because, you know, Regina gets hit by a bus and it's like their junior year. Well, this game is the senior year. And so you're like the new kid at the high school for the senior year. And you want to be in Yale. Like you're trying to apply to go to Yale. But Regina is also trying to apply to go to Yale. So... If she gets to Yale, there's, like, this big thing about why she wants to go to Yale. And she gets, like, $3 million from someone who left her from an inheritance or some shit like that. But in the game, you have to, like, make choices of, like, who you're going to go talk to to get them to vote for you because you're running for student body president because it it looks good on your Yale application. Mm -hmm. And you're the new kid, so, like, no one wants to vote for the new kid. So, like, it's an uphill battle. But every once in a while, they'll give you this choice. And they're like, hey, you should really do this. And then you can you go to make the choice. You're like, oh, they told me I should. It's Wednesday. I should wear pink today. Okay, I'm gonna pick a pink outfit. And then the pink outfit costs like 25 gems. When you start on the game, you only have five gems. So like, if you don't have the gems, you can't make the choices that would be necessary to complete all the little accomplishments that they say that you should complete. He that's the part that he hates about it. He's How like, well they the- they set you up you buy them with oh, real money. Okay. You know, it's like ten bucks for like two hundred and fifty gems or something like that. So it, he's like, well they set you up to fail. You you were never gonna be able to win this unless you paid for it and bought the gems. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still making my choices and picking my outfits. Oh, okay. Like- <laughs> Flag on the play. <laughs> Flag on the play because all I hear is her bitch about this game, about how it never lets her pick the option that she wants to pick. Why? Because she needs gems. 
So in my head, I'm like, the options that you want to pick are not available to you unless you buy these gems. Hence, game sucks. Get rid of the game. <laughs> because you're not really being able to... You don't have freedom of choices. You are expected. If you have two options and you can only pick one because you have to pay for the second option, you're only making one option. Like, unless you're willing to shell out, like, you know, 10 bucks a pop going, well, do I really want... Because first thing I noticed is that she didn't want to wear pink on that day. I didn't. I don't like pink. And so she's like, you know, okay, well, I can wear this, this, or this. I really like this dress. <laughs> However, this dress costs gems, and gems cost money. And I'm like, well, okay. At first, I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. Suck it up. And what's wrong, Ed? He hates I don't, it. I don't think I don't think we should talk about Facebook or uh, it's not a Facebook phone, game. It's a phone, phone, game. phone game apps again. Why? Because <laughs> this is getting boring. <laughs> Continue. Uh, we're laughing at each other. So she's so she's I'm like only one. <laughs> okay. Oh, am I sorry? Interrupting you? No, it's okay. No, no, okay, I'm you, done. you be funny. I'm done now. You can be you be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for something for it to be funny about. Okay, then I'll I'll pause. And be like, ah, all right. <laughs> Continue. So she's like, "Well, I like this dress. You can't buy that. You have to buy the gems to get the dress. And there's no way to get gems at all. Other than you can't. Right. That's the thing. You can't win gems. At least with the emoji blitz games, they have a gem purchase option as well. And like, if you run into lives, I can hit get more lives. Well, it costs thirty gems. How much is like uh, two hundred gems? Six bucks. All right. You know what? Rationally, you can kind of go all right, but you can win them in some of those chests. According yeah. to so. It's not like you just got to be patient and play, and then you can probably afford stuff. But they shouldn't even have that option in that game. So you're like, well, what's the? Why have the option of purchasing something with gems if the only way you can get gems is if you buy them from the store? It's mm-hmm. like, eh, no, you know. But I'm just saying, like, he hates the game. I'm not going to uninstall it. I enjoy playing the game. I like the soap opera of it. I like the little high school drama. It's a girl game, like. Well, it's, he it's hates it because it's a if trick. She, if she if she enjoys playing it, then let her play it. I, no, no. I mean, I do. Oh, he's I, not going to stop me. I'm, what no was going to stop her? <laughs> no, because while she's doing that and playing her dragon game, I'm playing real video games. Like I'm on playing Deus Ex, or you know, when I could find a two player game that she'd be interested in play, we'd play that instead. Mm. But I'm like, all right, you know, like today she pitching. The guy put me in the friend zone. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Because she couldn't get the options to get to get with him. I'm like, well, sorry. You, you want to play? You got to pay. <laughs> Basically. So uh, outside of that, you know, we didn't do much outside of that. Uh, that was kind of our week. Oh, well, there was there was one extra thing that we, we, we haven't done in a long time. Oh, that, yes. <laughs> that we were just going to bring back for this one show. People who are loyal listeners to the show know that we used to do a thing called Catfish Corner. <laughs> Catfish Corner. It started out as, I think it's a joke, really. Well, okay, really, I it was a time killer. Yes. Because when we first started our shows, we didn't really know what we wanted to do. And I got addicted to the Catfish show because I saw the Catfish movie. Yes. and And... So I was like, I started watching, and I was telling you about them, and then eventually you and I started watching them together so we could talk about it on the show. So it started off as something to just fill the time right. when we do our show. But now lately we've had our we've been able to generate better content than yes. just hey, and then then this happened, and then this happened, and, and then like now some people like the catfish corner because we did kind of do the whole what's how fucking crazy is that kind of aspect. Yes. 
But eventually, just like, you know what, we, we, let's move on. The show is an evolving, you know... Mess. Mess. <laughs> so, you know, some things work, some things don't, but we're ever-evolving, ever-trying new and different things. So eventually, Catfish Corner got, you know, swam away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the other day, <clears throat> uh, she's, you know, like I told you, said, she's doing a gig for my sister watching my nephew. I'm about to pick her up in like in a half hour, but she calls me. She's like, babe, I need you to see if on demand cat, there's a catfish episode I want to watch. And I'm right now I'm going, you couldn't have waited that half hour, just came home. <laughs> is how important is this episode? And it was called what it was called what was the name? What was the name? The dude's name? Spencer. Spencer and Katie. Spencer Katie. and Katie. Katie, yes. And uh I'm like, okay, and I'm like, well, what's so special about this one? Stacy? Okay. So <laughs> I see an article where, okay, a very important pop singer releases a statement because in this episode, the guy... You can say who it was. Okay. So in this episode, the dude Spencer seems to think that he has had a six-year-long relationship with Katy Perry. The pop singer, right? (laughs) Fully and 100% believes it in his mind. There's nothing you can tell him to change his mind, Right. right? Yes. So... I see this article that on Facebook or something that Katy Perry released a statement on like a, a radio show that she was on and how bad she felt for the guy that someone tricked him like this, mm-hmm. right? As soon as I knew that it was Katy Perry, I was like, dude, you're not fucking dating Katy Perry, right? Like, you're just not. Once she released a statement, I'm like, okay, I know that this is a catfish, but I gotta see that six years with Katy Perry. There's no fucking way. There's no way. <laughs> this is, I'm like, I have to watch this episode. And I don't even watch Catfish anymore. Like, I watched the first couple seasons of it, but I fell off of it too. Like, for, for a really long time, I haven't watched Catfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But seen this and was like, this is ludicrous. This is crazy. This is the one that pulls me back in. <laughs> There's no way. Six years? No. So I call him. I'm like, you need to find this episode. I need to. Like, I'll watch it on YouTube if I have to. I have to watch this episode. Right. And he's like in the middle of playing his game. So he has to go all the way downstairs. Pause the game. He's looking on the I had to walk for five minutes. <laughs> yes. I had to do work. Yes. And he's like searching, searching, searching. I'm like, are you finding it? And he's like, well, kind of, sort of, <laughs> not really. You got to pay for it. The whole one not here i'm like sean is it there or not because if not i'm gonna figure i have to see this episode i have to see it right. it seems so entertaining i have to watch it so he, i tell him about it and he's like okay i see that we can watch it we're watching this when you get home like at this point he's on board six years dating Katy perry i'm like <laughs> fuck i'm in like, right. i'm like this guy's either delusional or it's real Right. So we get home and we watch it, and the whole time we're watching it, both of us are cussing at the screen because this guy just does not believe that it's not. He he just doesn't believe it. He's Mm -hmm. like, I'm dating. Bought a ring for her. Like got his great not not bought a ring. He made made, a ring. Got his great grandmother's emerald set into a custom engagement ring for fucking Katy Perry. Has talked on the phone with her one time. Really. Like, really? She's a celebrity, and she's not constantly finger-fucking her phone all day long. I'm not buying it. Right? Like, there's no way. Or at least her assistant is. Yeah, right? Somebody? Like, there's no way. Katie, it's Spencer again. What do you want to tell him? Tell him I love him. So, like, the whole time we're watching it, both of us are like, dude, really? Like, you still don't... Even Max and me were like, guy. You realize what you're telling us, right? Like you're telling us that for six years you've been in a in a 
instant messaging app relationship with Katie fucking Perry. Like, there's no way. And even in the beginning of the episode, Neve, who normally is like team, I hope this is real. Like, he's like the optimist of them, right? Mm-hmm. Norm, even he's like, look, <clears throat> I would normally be gunning for you, but Katy Perry. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Like, really? Like, there's just no way. There's just no way. Right away, Max, of course, is like, how fucking stupid are you? <laughs> right. like, that's why I always love Max. Max is like, Come on, and even Neve's like, "Look, I gotta be honest. I'm usually the romantic, and I want, but come on, like, (laughs) but this guy, we we made you, we had to tell you about it. Yeah, we ended up watching the other episodes. Another episode we should watch too is, which we'll get to in a a few moments. But then that night after we watched Forty Hours, you guys left. I'm like, like now, now I need to know (laughs) if you guys are talking about this show, and I'm like, I I got to see this episode now. So I watched the episode that night. Just to see what it was like, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy is psycho. I mean, like, I mean, I wouldn't say psycho. No, he is. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not choking with nothing. Fuck it. <laughs> this is the way it goes. Because the look in his face, and I felt, I felt bad for the kid. I did. I really. There was a moment in my that uh, just a brief moment. Just a brief moment. <laughs> he went, uh, ah, fuck him. And then he looked his mouth, and I was like, ah, oh, he's an idiot. He's a fucking <laughs> idiot. There's, there's no hope for him at all. Like. Just put a put a bat to his head and just call it a day. Okay, now at first you're like, okay, you know what? Obviously, it's not her. You feel bad for the guy because you right. know what? All, all right, whatever. But at the moment they they kind of go, they give him proof too because it winds up apparently the they when they do the whole let's trace the phone number, right. it goes back to a Cal, uh, Alberta, Calgary, and, and Alberta, Canada. Yes. Yeah, in Canada, and it's like. Okay, well, what's the girl like? Okay, well, well dude, they find the name, and then right. basically they run the name through all these social medias, and right, they, they find they find a picture of her, and they you know okay. found that she was from about her Canada, and she moved to England. Right now, he, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say the girl completely attractive. Yes, like, it wasn't like you know usually when you hear these things, there's usually somebody. Who isn't the most? Very rarely is it two beautiful people on either end of the spectrum going. I was just doing it, you know, and they find love. It's usually somebody who's a little bit more of an introvert, and then somebody being taken advantage of. Yes, this girl. When as soon as you saw her picture, going, my God, she's really attractive. Like, what the fuck's the story? Because now I'm right away. I'm waiting for that that second shoot to drop. Going, that's also a fake account. Like, yes, you know, because yes. you're always waiting for that that that. It's somebody's picture that they got off the internet and they're using it as, as you know. Yeah, because this is what, like six years in now at this point? Five years? Uh, probably about five years because we've been doing it since, since its inception. So. Right. So I kind of feel like at this point now, there's got to be people going, dude, dude, you want to get on catfish? You got this great idea. And that's kind of. <laughs> I want you to be on catfish. <laughs> I, you know, because he's like, he's like, Stacey's legit. I'm like, I know, but you get a free trip. <laughs> you get to meet her face to face. Like, like and then just pretend. You, you just drop Geekster's name. And that's it. <laughs> We're famous. We talked about, like, I was doing this podcast. We do this podcast, Geekster's, and I fell in love with a girl online. And Neve, I just didn't know if she's real. Please help us bring our soulmates together. And Neve, being a romantic, be like, oh, we have to bring these together. And Max is going, he's just doing it to promote the show. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, I'd be like, <laughs> You're right, Max, the whole time. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> it's just so... So, like, when they, they actually... is the first time that Catfish leaves the continent to actually go to England. Yes. To hunt this girl down. And in some of the videos, there's, like, a picture of this other girl. 
who's in it, and right, they find her. They name. find her, and they're like, and they, this, "This—that's always to me the favorite part of the show." <laughs> Everybody who they contact, who's not in, directly involved with the two of them, they're so willing to help, aren't they? <laughs> you notice that too? It's like, yeah, I'll throw them under the bus. What the fuck? I don't care. <laughs> it's like, how fucked did they did you? Are you willing to help Max and Eve? Throwing them under the bus. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, look, we're trying to cut that. Oh, sure, I'll help you right out. I went away. Like it was like, and it's also it's a response. It it's not like a day or two. I've been waiting for this all my whole life. Like I have the app and everything. It's like ding. Oh, I guess <laughs> finally got the bitch. <laughs> so you're like, okay. I mean, they find it. They meet the girl, or actually, they, they video chat. I love that the era of video chatting is available because right away, if you're in a relationship with Katy Perry for six fucking years, not once she'd Skype you, yeah. FaceTime, FaceTime you, yeah. anything. Even a little picture that says, hey, baby, I'm thinking about you, click, you know, boom. Right. Nothing for six years. And, all right, there is a, a little, a very little wiggle room going, okay, well, she's famous, she's busy, she's got people, so... Well, here's the other thing in which we the beginning of the show when when they first when they meet him twice basically first meet him initially right talk to him let him find out information and then they go away and find out information and when they come over his brother's there yes <laughs> oh. now to me it was like the look on his brother's face was like are you fucking kidding me like, but he didn't uh, want to say it yeah he didn't, he's it's like, like he really wanted to cuss his brother out and be like are you fucking serious right but, now but Max and Eve goes oh yeah he made a ring. Why don't you go get it to show it? And that was to me like, so like I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Like he was going to go away so they could talk to the brother right. around. And it's just like, has he done this in the past? Like, how crazy is this? <laughs> oh no, this is like the first time anything like this. You know, sensational. So do you believe him? And he goes, oh, I, I, I have to take it on face value. You know, I, I'm like, going to try to keep it open mind. Right. <laughs> but I was looking at his face. Is like, there's no fucking way he's talking to Katy Perry for six years. Well, like, when we were in the, in, in the house watching him going, that's like me turning to somebody going, yeah, I've been dating Angelina Jolie for a decade. You know, like, but we just never got together. Like, I tell we text and talk all the time. I just never see her. She always tells me she's got a new movie coming out. Like, oh, this week she's in Prague filming. Like, no, come on. The reality of it is... They're famous enough to be able to pick up a phone. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, well, she's got bad cell reception. They're fucking famous. <laughs> They'll build a tower because they're in town. He, he was in, I think, somewhere in the south, of Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Like, she had to have gone there for a concert in the six years. I, not like, here's a backstage pass. I can't wait to meet you. Yes. Have not a, a phone call. Right. Yeah, like, like hey. they didn't even talk on the phone. They didn't even For have once. like each other's phone numbers. Like if you you're not even texting her. You're talking to her through an app. Like that really? <laughs> like are you in her Instagram DMs? No, you're not. She's fake. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but if she was like at any moment in time, she's had to tour in somewhere around those states. Right. Hey, Look, I'm doing a show in Houston. Here's a ticket. Here's a plane. Let me treat you. Yeah. Hop on this plane. Fly out and see me. Here's the backstage passes. And then we can be together for the night, finally. Because I love you. Yes. You know, not once. <laughs> not once. Six like, years. Six fucking six years. Six whole years. <laughs> so, like, after they, they, they meet the, the girl who's willing to throw the other girl on the bus. And, of course, here's the second shoe that always now seems to... Appear, it's how do you know? The girl's name was Harriet, by the way. Yes. How do you know? Well, she's my ex girlfriend. 
<laughs> okay, so not only is it Katy Perry, but if you thought you had at least a halfway decent shot with this cute girl, she ain't into dicks. So guess what? You're a twice loser. Because at least you can kind of go, okay, you know what? She fooled me, but at least she's pretty. And maybe if I try to be the nice guy and look past it, maybe her and I can actually have something going. No, guess what? You got the one thing she never wants, a dick. <laughs> so it's like, it's not even like you, you don't even have a runner up in this. Yes. It's like, you're fucked. Not even a consolation prize. Nothing. Your consolation prize was a nice trip to England with Neve and Max. Yes. On MTV's dime, which apparently, I guess there's got to be some real loose laws because the kid didn't even have a fucking passport. I mean, she was like, I hope he's got a passport. I'm, and I'm thinking... Well, there's probably some law because they're doing a film. You know, like maybe there's certain legalities. Um, there's, there's a work visa that they can get. Okay. Yeah. So it's like work visa. Now you go to England and you're like, yeah. okay, so you got a free trip. Great. And you got to spend maybe like a week there, maybe mm-hmm. 48 hours before they went. Dude, not only is she not Katy Perry, but she ain't even like Dick. So you lose. <laughs> like, get out. You know, pip, pip, cheerio. Here's some fish and chips on your way out the door. Like, you know, <laughs> you just... So, and so the girl's like, okay, well, she's my ex. I'll contact her. And they're like, womp, womp, womp. Yeah. And then they're, you know, they're just kind of lounging around next to you. No, she's actually here. Harriet's actually out in the, in the courtyard. And they always kind of make it so super dramatic with the creepy music. And, <laughs> and it's like the drama of like her back's turned to you. Like, you know, at some point, someone's just going off camera going, turn around, turn around. Just, just turn around. We're trying to build up pressure, the tension. Just look the other way. <laughs> You know, and then when you turn around, you dun dun dun. And not Katie. Not Katie. <laughs> and then that's where, for me, things really turn really sour, sour. creepy, creepy. Kind of like <laughs> maybe you should keep an eye on this guy for a little while, because even talking to the girl and her admitting, "I'm Katy Perry," and she, in all fairness, her her reaction is kind of chuckling because that nervous laughter. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why he kind of choked it up, chalked, chalked it up too, is the fact it was nervous laughter. Because when you when you when you hear her, she kind of just does a ha, like a real quick, right? Not like ha, 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 and like ha, ha, <laughs> ha, six years. <laughs> when, when he, every time she, if you noticed, every time she like chuckled nervously, I looked at him. And the right. face on the, the look on his face was like, "I'm gonna stab you, bitch!" When that kind of <laughs> yeah, goes didn't off, he didn't think it was funny at all. Well, yeah. well, not only did he not think it's funny. He also didn't believe it. Like, he actually thought Katy Perry set this whole thing up. Yes. Like, the girl that he's looking at has this story. And even when he was like, so why don't you tell us something to prove that you are her? Because obviously he's still not getting it. Right. Prove by telling him something that only he would know the two you discussed, which... Very good tactic, Neve. It's worked in all spy movies. You know? <laughs> any, any, like, any, so... She says these were going to be her kids' names. And she forgot. She got two out of the three, but then yeah. she remembered the third one. Yeah. He was just like, no, it's it's not her. Like, well, the way she talks, it's not her. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, that's not how she talks on the, on, the, <clears throat> on, the, on the app. Like, that's that that's not her. Yeah. Like, and I was like, uh, yeah, like, there's one thing of typing something out and just spouting it out. Right. But there is, like, you can kind of feel how a person writes. If you, six years when texting back and forth, like, between me and her... When we didn't talk on the phone, we text. You can kind of tell the canter and rhythm of how a person, the phrases that they use over and over again. So if 
when we're talking, if I don't hear that phrase come out of her mouth normally, mm-hmm. they'd be like, hmm. So maybe that's what he was kind of alluding to. Like maybe she had a different kind of rhythm to her 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 typing than her her canter. But again, nervous laughter. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm. And she also showed like zero remorse. Yes. And that's the thing that she was getting away with in my eyes because they're too busy focused on this guy going, nah, Katie set this whole thing up. I'm waiting for her to walk out at any moment going, you've been punked. <laughs> because I do that to all my super fans. Like, like, <laughs> and, and she, this girl's looking at her, like this girl's shifting her eyes around going, can I leave because there's a bigger issue going on here? Like <laughs> this guy obviously still thinks I'm Katy Perry or, or he's really talking to Katy Perry. I'm out. <laughs> pip pip cheerio. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and so like, and then the whole, my favorite thing is Max with the entire episode is going, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how, how positive are you that it's Katie? First time. Oh, a million times. A thousand, a thousand times straight. After meeting the girl. Okay. About nine times. Nine, you know, um, nine. Yeah. And you're like, dude, she just stood there face to face saying, um, I'm her. Like, like, and you're like, nope, nope, not her. Nope, it's still Katie. Katie's pulling, she's pulling a fan. That Katie, she's such a prankster. Really? <laughs> like, I've never known Katie Perry to actually be a prankster. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know much about her other than the fact that she sings, usually married to Russell Brand, and very attractive. Other than that, and I like some of her songs. Outside of that, I've never seen her do a yuck yuck joke. Yeah. You know, I mean, I did see her sing with Elmo once. I thought that was cute, yes. but it got banned because apparently her shirt was too low cut. And I was like, I didn't see a problem with that top. Like you know, <laughs> but outside of that, I, I can't see her really being like oh, two Jews walking to a bar. <laughs> like you know, wait, we're to set it up. Watch, watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> she tells all her friends. So I'm gonna pick a random guy on the internet, right? I'm gonna talk to him for six years, right? And then. Just because I know there's just going to be a show called Catfish going to come out like two years after I start talking to this guy, right? Then, in a grand scheme of things, I'm going to tell him going to hire a girl, and she's going to be in Canada, who's then going to move to England, and then get this, she's going to be a lesbian, right? All in hopes that one day this guy is going to contact this show that doesn't exist yet to fly out to England to meet this girl that I hired from a completely different continent. All the laughs we're gonna have. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then, so finally, they care. they they kind of they talk to the girl, and she's just like, you know, what she why she did it. She apologized, and then she you know they'll do the whole confrontation of like the two of them, the yeah. hopefully to kind of reconcile the hey you fucked me over for six years, but that's okay, chum, like kind of moment. Well, they, you know, I mean, especially his look in his face. I mean, he was trying to, at first; he was very uncomfortable with that whole situation. The two of them just talking, and then he kind of laughed, and he was trying to trying to find like a common ground, I guess, to to understand what was going on. But in his face, you could tell he's like, this ain't fucking real. Like, like this this is just this is just some insane. Trip I'm going on that's not like Kate that that kooky Katie yeah she's just uh she's such a prankster I love her even more you know <laughs> like oh uh, but then the creepy factor is two months later right? worst yeah. part of the whole situation like you figure okay he's off he realizes okay I've been kind of catfished 
Live and learn. Okay, at least I got a cool ring that I can probably give somebody who actually one day may really love me kind of thing. And you figure, all right, enough's enough. Like, all right, everything kind of goes back to normal. You live and learn. You move on. But then two months later, Max and Eve call up up the dude, FaceTime him or Skype him. So what's up, buddy? How's it going? Everything's fine. Do you still believe you're talking to Katie Perry? No, not at all. Obviously, it's not her, blah, blah, blah. Um, however, I did try to, you know, like, well, did you contact Harry? Yeah, I did. I contacted her twice, but she didn't email me back. And they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, we're going to talk to her. Go see you later kind of thing. Call her up. And they're like, yeah, so apparently Spencer said that he contacted you a couple times and you never responded. Why? Oh, uh, third shoe. Yeah. She's like, well, he did email, but he emailed me on the email that she had set up for the Katy Perry co- profile. And it was basically like, You'll never guess what happened, Katie. These guys took me to go see a girl who claimed she was you. Oh, my God. And you're just like, what? <laughs> like, and even Neve and even Max are just like, huh? We're going to call you back. Like, like, and they call him back up, and it's like, dude, we just got off the phone with Harry, and she's basically saying that the reason why she didn't return your email is because you emailed Katie Perry saying, hey, they hired this girl, this girl. You pretend she's you with oh yuck yucks, and he's like no 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 I was just doing my own investigation after I came back like <laughs> what you just what like, <laughs> what extra what what loose ends were there <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> what did you need to find out that you couldn't find out for the show yeah it's not like she just you know before you left Harry it was like um. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag floating through the wind? Wink, wink, and then walk away. Like, <laughs> like that was Katie talking to me. She left me a hint. Because <laughs> that's another thing you say. He was saying he was going back and listening to songs. And to him, it was like Katie was dropping little hints to him in these songs. And you're like, holy shit. Like, no, like, dude, that is some helter-skelter bullshit. Yes. You know, like, even Chuck, Charlie Manson's going, I didn't see that coming at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's crazy. That guy's crazy. Should I warm up a cot next to me? <laughs> like, it was like, and then the, at the very end, he's like, no, no, I was just, I was just double-checking. Sure you are. Like, right now, I guarantee you, the poor kid still thinks he's having a relationship with Katy Perry and wondering why she hasn't returned any of his emails. Like, because if I was Harriet, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm getting rid of this, I'm getting rid of that, because this guy's a psycho. Or at least lonely enough to do desperate things. Right. Now, his brother, I hope, kind of pulls him out, goes, dude, let's go out. You know? But you know every time he hears a Katy Perry song, he's going to crawl up in the fetal position and start crying. (laughs) You know, like she's, it's not like she's like Madonna. Like if I was saying, yeah, I had a six year relationship with Madonna. Madonna doesn't have songs on the radio right now, unless you're in the eighties channel. Yeah. It's not like she's like, she's an icon, but she's an icon of a different generation. Katy Perry could have come a new song, come out tomorrow and say, yeah, I met this guy named Spencer. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like she, she'll have current hits in the presumable future. Yes. So every time this guy is going to hear a Katy Perry song, you know it's going to be like, you know what, me and her, we're, you know, we're having a relationship. I mean, could you imagine standing there like next to this guy and like all of a sudden fucking Dark Horse plays on the radio and you're like, and he turns to you and goes, I'm dating Katy Perry. This like, song's about me. Yeah. I'm the Dark Horse because I'm a nobody. Where's the exit? How quick can I get there? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, 
like I, he'll he'll never be able to see the show, the movie, the interview because because <laughs> like, the whole Katy Perry plot line. It's just like oh, all right, <laughs> the firework. Like that, I bet you he plays that that Super Bowl halftime show all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, like look, she's coming in on a horse. She's calling me her dark horse. She's coming in riding me. Like you know, like oh boy, like this poor deluded soul. I just felt so bad. It was just like. <sighs> well, yeah, it's the thing. You know, you never know. I mean, somebody could be normal for their whole life, and then one All day you just need is a little push. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> then I felt bad because then there was another episode. <laughs> During the commercials, it was a girl starts off like I was married for seven years and blah blah blah, and right away, like they show the clip, and like when they do the big reveal, it's like, well, he wants to talk to, and he wants to reveal himself, but only to talk to Nev at this this location at this time. You're going, ooh, it's some shady shit going on. Yeah. Right away, I was like, it's her husband. <laughs> you know, <laughs> even you know the commercial, like it's gonna be her husband. Sorry, Ed. Yeah, I told you not to spit on me. <laughs> I'll just look this way. Right. So, so yeah. So then you were. I can't do that. <laughs> it's, it's creepy. <laughs> it's not as creepy as getting spit on. I tell you that. Ah, Someone with a head cold. No, it's could be it. could be worse. <laughs> like, hold on. I was going to have to puke live on air. Projectile vomit on you. <laughs> yeah, but I could see the puke face and run. When you spit, oh, it's, yeah. there's no, there's, there's no like I'm gonna spit now. Tweet. <laughs> it just happens. Anyway, <clears throat> so, so getting, getting back to catfish. So yeah, like they do the whole her and I, you, the three of us watched that show together, yes. and it was very clear. Like she was like, "Oh, I'm I'm wrought with guilt because we haven't done anything with this guy, but I have these emotional attachments to a guy when I'm married, and Poor. you know he." Is a different person. I can't express myself to him. And then, you know, in a whole, if you like pina colada moment, it's, hey, it's her husband. Basically saying, I just did it just as kind of a, a thing. And next thing you know, it, it snowballed. No, oh, he, he was, he was seeing, he noticed a difference in her, in her life. <clears throat> right. And that was the, that was the thing. So he figured if he created this character and, you know, compliment her and talk to her, maybe she would like kind of, in a way, cheat on him. I don't. I gotta be honest. I don't think it was. I never got the feeling that he was looking to see if she cheat on him. Oh, I did. Really? Well, not yeah. really so much cheat, but like he doesn't. She doesn't want like she would badmouth her him. Right. I guess it's guy, one of those things. You know, like, like he thinks it's his fault, and maybe if she has somebody to talk to and bitch about that person about me, I can then fix the things that are going on because she obviously isn't talking to me. Right. I never once had, like, even, because he even said that, like, I tried to do the old, hey, how about send me some naked pictures? And she was like, no, I won't do that because I'm married. Yeah, but prior to him admitting that she didn't send the pictures, he said that, you know, because, that she wasn't talking to him. So he's like, well, right. she's not talking to me. Maybe there's someone else. So I'm going to create Titus was his name. He was like, I'm going to create Titus. And, you know, I'm going to see if she's willing to, to go cheat on me. Like in in the very, very, very beginning, it did, to me, it did feel like he was trying to see if, uh, okay. if she was going to go mess with someone else. Right. And then he said he asked her for the news and she was like, oh, my God, I'm married. Why would you even ask me for that? Then he realized, OK, this isn't what she's looking for. Right. Then he realized, OK, she doesn't have anyone to talk to. What am I not doing that she can't talk? Talk to me, blah, 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 you know, like, and, and on it went. But, like, in, right. the, in the beginning, 
she was unfaithful emotionally to her own husband, and he <laughs> didn't trust her either because he was trying to catch her cheating. All right. Ultimately. <laughs> uh, ultimately. And so then, you know, there's the big, like, Neve, he goes off, and the moment I was like, all right. And, of course, there's that moment, like, oh, it's my husband, oh, shit. Like, I, they should have just if you like pina coladas... Getting caught in, in the, the rain. rain. Doom, doom, doom. If you like making love at midnight. Do, 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 do. You're like, oh, really? They find love again because they're just basically looking away with cheating on each other. And, oh, I was going to cheat on you, but you like the same things I do. Oh, thanks for being there because I was never going to cheat you, but I'm emotionally dis- dis- distant from you because you changed. Okay, well, I apparently changed into this guy that you like more. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't so much him; it was her because <clears> her <throat> family dynamics of what happened. Right, this whole thing. She, he had a, her father had a blood transfusion. Then he was HIV positive, and they gave it to when they found out it was too late, and they gave it to his her. She, he gave it to his mother, her mother, and then right. her mother died deteriorated very quickly and died. And then when he died, so that was. She became like basically an orphan at that right. point, and then, then that's when she wanted to, she started drinking because she was drinking and I don't know she was she was on a path of self destruction and yes. she decided to join the army, the air force, the air force to kind of sober herself up and try to give her life some purpose. And that's what, that's what she met. She met her husband, right. her future husband, and they had a kid together. And wound up being this kind of snowballed into she's afraid of dying young and leaving her daughter the way her mother left her. Yes, like through through whatever. So. But she couldn't find a way to talk to her own husband about that. Mm-hmm. So and then it's like, well, now we're in couples therapy. And like, oh, that's great. Like, good for you. But it was definitely like a, all right. So it's back to good old catfish. Nothing really, <laughs> nothing really twisted like turning there. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and outside of that, I did not go to the movies. We did not go to the movies. Okay. So, so I don't know what's hitting at the top five at the box office. So what do you say we we throw that in there and. Uh, Find out what's sitting at top of what. All right. Well, the number five movie was a new release. Mechanic Resurrection was the number five movie. It made $7.5 million over the weekend. That's where it sits, and I have no budget for that. That's so. Jason Statham's uh, newest movie. Yes. With Jessica Alba. Yes. All right. I'm right. that, but all right. Huh? I figured I'd do a little bit higher than that, but. Well, I mean, it's it's. A, I don't think the first Mechanic did well. And, I, you know, it wasn't really publicized, like. I've only saw like a trailer for it like maybe once or twice at a movie theater. And I think I briefly saw a commercial. And the only thing I remember of that commercial was Jessica Alba in a bikini mm-hmm. swimming underwater. So when I saw her swimming underwater, I thought it was that older movie that she did. Into the Blue. Into the Blue. Yes. So in my head, I didn't, it didn't register that that's a scene from a new movie. Yes. I thought that was a scene from her old movie. Right. So maybe that's the reason why it just kind of... I mean, I know Jessica Alba in a bikini would sell to some people. But, I mean, to me, it was like, oh, it's into the blue. Like, all right, move on. I guess not. All right. What else? <laughs> all right, well, the number four movie was the number two movie of last week, <laughs> Sausage Party. It only made $7.66 million over the weekend and $80 million overall in the three weeks release with a $19 million budget. So it's doing really well, but it dropped from two to four. Uh, number three was the number four movie. <laughs> it went up. So Kubo and the Two Strings, it made $7.9 million over the weekend and twenty four point nine overall in the two weeks release. The the number one family movie. That's right. Sitting at number three. <laughs> <laughs> With a $60 million budget. So that's still got a little ways to go. And it's, I found that it's stop, anima- stop animation. So there, in one of the commercials, it was like, best animated movie of the year. 
you know, and you're like, really? I mean, I've seen that trick before. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Like, all right, it is what it is. So yeah. what else? So what came in at number two? Number two was the number one movie. Finally got dethroned. It was Suicide Squad. It oh, made $12.1 million over the weekend and 282.88 overall in the four weeks release with a $175 million budget. Still, you can say what you want, still not a hit because apparently it still has that same, the marketing machine behind it puts so much money that it still needs to hit 800 to $900 million to break even. So... Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Oof. All right, and the number one movie was a new release, Don't Breathe. It made $26.1 million wow. over the weekend. That's it, impressive. And it only has a $9.9 million budget. To, well, I can totally see that. If you see the trailer, it looks like it's, hey, here's one house. This is all we need, and we don't need many lights because the guy, the guy's blind. Yeah. And at some point in the movie, we turn all the lights off. So all we need is night camera visions. And a set. And most four characters. And yeah, at four, at most. I mean, as far as I can tell from the trailer. Yeah. Actually, five. Because it, he, looks like he kills off one, but then they find somebody in the basement of the house. Okay. I, that looks like chained to a wall. How that all comes to play, I really don't know. Looked looked interesting, to say the least. I'm kind of glad that it dethroned. Like, I thought Suicide Squad would have probably carried the rest of the summer. Because there's nothing really potentially good coming out outside mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm good. Good for them. Good. Because right now, what's the name? Uh, it's going to be Don't Breathe 2. Breathe Harder. Like, you know? Breathe Harder. You're going to find this blind guy has a blind brother and that he's also looking for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> he's stumbling about the city. You know, or his his blind brother is a vigilante in New York, and <laughs> it's going to tie into Daredevil. So that, that's good. Um, what you got there, Ed? I was trying to find. I had actually an article. Technically, this is the last. Technically, the last weekend for summer releases. Oh, okay. So we 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 were now makes into sense. The, yeah. the fall, and I knew, I did have an article about fall movies were coming out, and I can't find it. Right oh, now. okay. So, uh, but. Uh, well, what do you say we um, take a break and do we do new releases now or do you want to tweet to come back? Oh, you know what? Let's take a break, come back, we'll do new okay. releases. Yeah, maybe you have a game review that you like to talk about. Yes, I do. And uh, we'll do some new news. Yeah, Deus Ex uh, Human Revolution. All right, sounds right. awesome. So we'll be right back, folks. All right. Oh, got it. Now I'm going to push play. I'm pushing play right now. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. So, Ed. Yes. What is it that happened during the course of the week that you forgot? I watched a show that, you know, needs to be brought up onto this show. Because <laughs> okay. it has somebody in there that's one of our favorites in the show. Well, there's some others, too, as well. But this main one, of course, is William Shatner. Okay. He did a TV show called Better Late Than Never. Is that the show with the millennials? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no, 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 no it's no, a different no. one. It's a different oh. one. I thought it was that one, but it's not. I... Henry Winkler. Okay. William I... Shatner. Okay. Terry Bradshaw. Okay. And, um, shit, uh, the boxer, uh. <laughs> well, it's, it's Sugar Ray Leonard, it's not Mike Tyson. No, 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 it's the one with the, what George we, Foreman? George Foreman, that's it, that's okay. the one, yes. The four of them decide to go to Asia to visit and see the culture. So it's a reality-based series on NBC, and it started this past Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Oh, okay. And I got to watch this spectacle firsthand. <laughs> okay. 
All right. And of course, they're not playing any characters. They're it's just not, being themselves. They're just being themselves, and it's it was hilarious. Okay, well, first of all, I'm a little I didn't know Henry Winkler knew Shatner or George Foreman or Terry Bradshaw. That's that was surprising to me. Winkler and 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 uh, uh, Shatner, I thought they might have connections since they're both Jewish. Maybe they go to temple together. All Jews know each other. (laughs) They're in Hollywood. Maybe they go to temple together on Saturdays. You know, I can call Brisk. I can call him Shatner any moment. Go, yo, Bill. It's me, Sean. Um, What are you doing this weekend? I only half know you. (laughs) (laughs) You can't call me Bill. Only my friends call me Bill, and you're half Jewish, so you get to call me Mr. Shatner. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mr. Shatner. Would you like to hang out? Okay, but I'm gonna do it for half the day. Would you like to meet for brunch? <laughs> I don't get an evening. No, no, no. That's yeah. for my full Jewish friends. <laughs> Fully convert. I will see. I'll pencil you in somewhere. Now, I know for a fact Henry Winkler is probably one of the nicest guys on the planet. He was, yes. Because, you know, like there was that, he was at the Philadelphia Comic Con that one year, mm-hmm. and he was at the Reading Terminal, and my sister and brother in law, my like, he was very interactive with the people there, very friendly, walked with everybody. It, he well, was, I remember part of that story was the fact that he went up to somebody. He could, they go, he goes, "Do you know yeah. who I am?" They go, "No," and he's like, "Great!" And he's like, he just walked on. <laughs> so he's he was, he's kind of like that lovable grandfather. That's how I always like kind of picture him. You he's know? the fun Jewish grandpa. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, hey, let me sit on my lap. Oh, look, here's a coin coming out of your ear. Huh? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Remember that time? Waiting for that moment where he gets a little too into his old time roles and forgets who he is. Remember that time I jumped that shark on water skis? <laughs> or that time I rode my motorcycle and did that jump and slammed it in the kitchen, uh, the uh, kitchen coop? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I sure did. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so I guess it's okay. So they just decide to go to Asia. They, yeah, they the way the way they set it up, you know, you know, it looks like it's all planned. It's not like it's scripted reality, right? And then there is a fifth member of the group, and I'm I'm trying to find him now, real quick. Probably not as famous as the he other is guys. not a famous person. He's kind of like I think a personal assistant of one of them, and he's been helping out in terms of. Um, you know, getting uh, different excursions as they go on these trips. Okay, All so right. they were in, they were in Tokyo was the first episode. Okay, so uh, basically when they traveled there, they they of course wanted to try the local cuisine. So they went to not like a restaurant that maybe be famous that you know you've you've heard we're, of. We're a tourist trap. They go behind the down the the alley that everyone else goes to and tries exactly. like the, hey here's some live squid eat that yes and they did they actually talked about they did uh, uh, apparently pork vaginas they were eating those pork veg yes pork vajayjays pork vajayjays yes okay I just got that John Jeff Dye is the uh, is the, the fifth, fifth member fifth he's member. the fifth beetle yeah he's, he's, <laughs> the, he's the young guy in, in the group you know and like I said he's been helping out like they call him the tour guide and he's kind of like finding things for them to do okay you know so one of the things that they had to go, they wanted to go to Mount, uh, Mount Fuji, Mount Fuji to see it. Okay. And of course, the guy was like, "We well, really can't go to Mount Fuji because it's an active volcano, so it's not right. like <laughs> you can't just kind of walk up and go, yeah, Mount Fuji, everybody.'" <laughs> so they go basically. He's like, "But um, William Shatner, <laughs> I want to go to Mount Fuji. <laughs> can't we rent a helicopter?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so they take a bus tour, basically. <laughs> With all these other Asians to go to Mount Fuji, okay, and they go basically. I think it's like across this the 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 city, basically okay. on the other side. And there's this 
<coughs> there is a like a hill or a mountain there that you can climb. A smaller mountain. Right, to see the, the view Mount of Fuji it. Junior. <laughs> right. So when they, of course, when they get to the steps, they're all older and they're like, oh, no. Right. <laughs> you know, where I, I can't make these steps. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, Shatner was the one that was like, let's do this. Like, like how many times? Like, he's, he's never been, apparently been to Japan. So he's like, this that's, is like. That's odd. That is odd. I thought something like that would have, you know, traveled, you yeah, know, the world. Maybe, and, maybe not. It depends on, you know. Okay. So, uh, so he, of course, you know, uh, 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 George Foreman didn't want to go up because, you know, I think he's kind of worn out. And, uh, well, he's an old boxer. He's you probably, know, his legs are not the same as they used to be. Same as Terry, you know, because yeah. the other two were like, let's you, do this. Henry's like, let's go, you know. You figure Terry and George, especially Terry Bradshaw being a football player, a quarterback, his knees have got to be shot for shit. Yeah. So, yeah, going up steps has got to be like, a, like a, are you kidding me? Fuck you. Like, right. Is there an escalator? I'll do that. <laughs> but I mean, I I won five fucking Super Bowls. Or how many Super Bowls did, it, did the Steelers win with Terry Bradshaw there, baby? With Terry, yeah, I think it's four. Four. four, four, four. Okay, so he's like, I won four fucking Super Bowl rings. I didn't climb up steps for shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I I I pull a knee when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so they 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 actually did it. They but it took them a while to do it. They sure. actually take breaks as they went up. There was landings. Welcome to the twelve part miniseries. The, the old crew climb stairs. <laughs> every episode, my arch nemesis. <laughs> every episode like, stops at them stopping and landing, and just going, "Oi, my legs are killing me." <laughs> <laughs> so they got to do that, and of course, when they they got back on the bus to go home, they found out that it was karaoke, so they were singing songs of karaoke on the bus with the. Please tell me they had Shatner singing. <laughs> yeah, they did. Of course, because they... out of that whole group. The only person that I'd want to see sing karaoke is Shatner. Yeah. Because he's the only one that would do it in Shatner style. <laughs> like, I'd be like, please tell me he did Rocket Man. I, you know, they, they just kind of gloss that over. Oh, because okay. Because a lot, a lot of it is that reality-based stuff where they have the cutaway. Oh, where the they, cut of them, were them in, a, in a booth going. Like they're doing the diary. So yeah. I started to sing Rocket Man. <laughs> I sung my favorite tune. <laughs> Baby got back, <laughs> and then they went to a robot bar where they they, had, they basically there's floats of robots. They fought each other on these robotic floats. Uh, that sounds kind of cool. And then they told they told Shatner that they were going on a morning talk show in the morning, and it was a they they said it was like Good Morning America, except in Japan. Japan, but it's not. It was a game show that that they were uh, on, and it was really bizarre. I mean, they well, it's a Japanese game show. Yeah, it's real, but, but I mean, the four of them on the show, and of course, Shatner didn't really realize it was a game show. He's <laughs> like, "What the fuck's going on around here?" <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's a show that says, like, "Hey, let's make fun of this old person this week." Yeah, and then they they got on the subway, and of course, like they couldn't figure out how to buy tickets because it was all in, in Japanese, Japanese, you know. Right. So. They were trying to find somebody who spoke English, and of course, we, Henry Winkler's going around, and everybody recognizes Henry sure, Winkler. Everyone's seen, forget the Fonz yeah. or Waterboy, but most people probably recognize him as an iconic legend of the Fonz. Yes, so he he's one of those kind of kind of actors that if you want a picture, he'll stop and and, and to get autographs. I completely and, understand. That, yes, how my interact my sister's interaction with him at the at the. At the Con, so yeah. yeah, so they were of course they were like, let's go, let's go, Henry. We got it, we got it, you know, we got to move, you know. Okay. Hey, I gotta meet my public. Yeah, so you know, and then of course their hotel room was one of those you, you've seen those those in, I'm sure shows like the pods ones where it's just a basically a, a door they open it up and it's just a bed. Oh, I've seen those. I could never stay in one of those. I'd be too. No, I'm, I get I get a little I get a slight case of claustrophobic. Yes, claustrophobia. 
So like that that kind of pod thing would freak me the fuck out. I, my pod door would be open the whole time. So so like all week long, they're the, the whole time they're they're staying there. So there's a few nights that they're staying at this pod, and of course there's like these like Japanese people staying there, and of course one guy you can tell he's completely naked, of course, and just walks by, and they're like looking at each other, going, "Oh my god, oh my god, I Sulu, <laughs> why are you naked?" So then, of course, the guy thought it would be funny if he did it. So he walked by, and uh, Shatner goes, I didn't know he was Jewish. <laughs> I didn't know he was Jewish. <laughs> and, of course, they're talking smack about each other because it's like, you know, they're like, talking about Shatner. He goes, oh, yeah, he looked up all the stuff before he won the show, so that way he could be cultured and right. know things. He could be that guy yes. that kind of... Oh well, this you're gonna this. love this. So we gotta try this. Let's go here. Let's uh-huh. let's go there. This is gonna be awesome. So you know they were they were kind of overwhelmed, but that's kind of the, basically the the show that they're gonna. Uh, I mean, present uh, seems kind of interesting, but also like I used to watch a show called An Idiot Abroad, which was Ricky Gervais yes. and um, um, what's his name Merchant. They had their friend um, Carl go around the world basically because Carl was the kind of guy that um, never left the house never did anything so they thought it'd be funny to kind of dump him to see the first uh, season was like the seven wonders of the world Mm -hmm. and just kind of what would this idiot do in these places and it is so funny and so interesting but you also get to learn kind of like the subcultures of he's you know yeah he's seeing (laughs) he's seeing the Taj Mahal and he's like yeah, I don't get it. I don't see what the big deal about this is. Like, it is so. He's like, so you're telling me that that's just basically a place where a dead person's, but that seems like such a waste of space. Like, and it's so funny because he's just like, I don't, why would you do that? Like, the person's buried in a gravestone. That's all you need. It's so funny because then he'd report back to, or he'd be talking to Ricky on the phone. Yeah. And Ricky Gervais has got this really infectious laugh of this high pitched kind of guffaw and you know he's generally laughing when he makes that laugh because he finds Carl the most entertaining person of all yeah. that's why they love putting him into all these different situations it's not really like oh there's a place where you could die but it's just more like well you've never seen this this is a big deal like this is people go travel around the world to see this thing and you're getting to go on our dime and he's like yeah I don't want to go like, I, don't, I don't care like <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like a little like a different take on that instead of setting like the the average person that hey let's get these aging guys like again okay so do they okay well, let me ask how's the chemistry between them all like is there anybody who kind of ruffles the other person like I can see Shatner ruffling a lot of feathers well yeah I mean that was that was a thing I mean like Henry was like apparently Henry and Shatner are very close it looks like because they're okay. constantly like with each other like I, through, I the, through the series I, sure or for this anyway this episode but the way they were and they were also sitting in the diary room together talking right you know and they really they'll tell each other out they'll be like you know yeah Shatner is you know we see sitting right there it's not like you know he's <laughs> Winkler's going yeah Shatner's an asshole and this is the reason why you know? right like he's right there and he'll say it'd be like yeah because he likes to look things up beforehand and, and have the knowledge before right. anybody else does so that way he's like the smartest man in the room and that's you know and Shatner goes well that's, that's how you find out things it's you know like, yeah, he's, like he's explaining the, himself you know defending himself <laughs> you know Do you and, know about that mountain no look it up <laughs> <laughs> and of course Terry Bradshaw with his mouth oh god yeah. you know it's gonna you know a couple people are like oh man you know and, and the, the tour guy was like well 
he's kind of like that lovable grandfather. You, you, you know he's a bit racist, but <laughs> it's your grandpa. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. Did he actually use the word racist? Yes. <laughs> that is great. It's grandpa. The guy's got four Super Bowl rings. He kind of overlooked the, for the you know when he drops that accidental end bomb. Like if he walks in and goes, "Hey, what you chinks having for dinner?" You kind of go, "Oh, I can't believe you said that." But you go, "Oh, it's Terry Bradshaw." So there you go. You just let it slide because the guy's got four fucking rings. So he walks around, and goes, "Do you know who I am? Do you know what these are? <laughs> does, does he have his rings or?" You know, they didn't show his rings. Okay. I didn't really show his hands too much. I didn't <laughs> he probably really. Doesn't, I, mean, I would be kind of, you know, I don't know if I would, if I had four Super Bowl rings, if I'd have them on my hands at all, at any moment of the time. Oh, I'm sure you'd have at least one of them. I don't know. I probably would have like, them like in like little things on like a mantelpiece. Like, yeah. I would be like to kind of with me, like, okay, if I was the God that Terry Bradshaw is, and I don't care, like, if you don't know anything about football in the 70s, Bradshaw was God. Mm-hmm. He was the man. Mm-hmm. A mouth, but he could throw a football. He knew how to play the game. And those rings are well-earned. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably have like a picture of me and as that young man, you know, throwing like the game-winning play or something like that and, you know, and have like the, the four rings there. Yeah. Well, you know, the more I think about it, because it, it was like your high school uh, senior ring. Yeah, know, well, there, like- were, there were big things. Not like... They weren't at, I wouldn't say they were as gaudy as they were like I'm not, saying, I'm not talking about gaudy. I'm just thinking they were uncomfortable to oh, wear. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I can see my class ring when I wore it was a, was a pain in the ass. It's a heavy son of a bitch. Yeah. Now, she she wears it every once in a while, and, and she'll admit that, that her it, it's a weight. I mean, yeah. it's, it's solid. Yes. You know, so I can only imagine when you have like a Super Bowl ring, it's got to be twice as heavy because you got all like all the stuff stenciled in and everything like that. Of course, all the diamonds. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, it's not like a, a cheap, cheap, uh, yeah, like stone that looks like it looks nice when you polish it up, right? But it's not worth spit. But of course, it cost me two hundred bucks to get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, hey, I knew the man guy. Yeah, I knew the I knew who punched that guy because it had the indent of his ring in it. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> he was from the '96 Cowboys. <laughs> I'm not talking about fragile. I'm just talking about something like uh, okay. an NFL player pitching because he won the Super Bowl. Jeez. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we reward more. Okay, the 72. I don't know. I think it was 76. 75, 76. Stace, do you know when they won their Super Bowl? Now, the reason why I'm going to Stace is that people are going, why are they going to a girl? My my girlfriend is a huge Steelers fan. Yes. And she, she bleeds yellow and black. <laughs> so I mean black and yellow. Sorry, she even corrected me. It's black and yellow, not yellow and black. Yeah. So obviously, you know, when it comes to knowing Steelers facts, she's the person I go turn to. Mm. Now, granted, I am from Pennsylvania and you think I would know that, but no, I don't. It takes a girl from Texas to kind of straighten and go, Do you know this? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I'm from Philadelphia. You, I mean, I liked the Steelers when I was a kid because yeah. they were the Steelers. Like I was more of a Oakland Raiders guy, okay, because the whole pirate scheme, yeah, and it was all black and silver, which were like my colors. I was like, hey, do you, do you have seventy four, seventy five, seventy eight, and seventy nine? Okay, so okay, seventy the seventy four ring. There you go. How about that? Seventy four, seventy five, seventy uh, seven, seventy eight, seventy nine. Seventy eight, seventy nine. So two years they didn't win that ring in the seventies, right. but the seventies were dominated by the Steelers for the most part. Yeah. So I mean, 
Yeah, right. You know, I, I, I have to. I wonder if it's on demand because I, I saw the, I saw that like a commercial for it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that seems weird. I didn't think it was gonna be on like an NBC. I thought it was gonna be like a, um, like an Ion channel or like, hey, on BBC America, let's take these guys. Deep and, cable. Yeah, or like AMC or mm. or um, Sci-Fi. You know, <laughs> Sci-Fi presents William Shatner and the gang. Like <laughs> the gang. What do you do when you get Fonzie, Captain Kirk, George, uh, the George Foreman grill guy, and the mouth from the those NFL shows together in one room? Geriatric trips. <laughs> <laughs> Geriatric journeys here on Lifetime. <laughs> I have to check it out. Cause yes, I, I, Tuesday night, 10 o'clock. Tuesday night, 10 on o'clock? NBC, yep. Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock here on NBC. NBC. All right, well, so I'll have to check that out. Um, so, well, there you have it, folks. I mean, there is episode one. Um, thanks for listening. If you do want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights, starting at 6 on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget, if you want to give, go to Facebook, give us a like. It's uh, Geeksters Radio. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's now, S-H-A-W-N, Sean. <laughs> now we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Oh, damn.